My name is Matt Brown. Brother? I'm Paul. You must be Tommy. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. <laughs> and let's start the show. On your right foot, don't forget it. Now it's time to bring it around town. Bring it around town. Then you do this, then this, and this, then that, and this, and that, and this, and that, and then. Because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Tuesday, May 16th, 2023. Oh my goodness, it's mid May already. And we have a great edition of the Tweet Cap for you on the Productive Conversations podcast. Before we talk trending topics with Rocky and Ryan, before we laugh, before we cry, before we get those profound, wow, this is what life is all about moments, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out all our online exclusive content, or I should say exclusive content online on all our social media platforms. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations, Twitter at Prod Combo Pod. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Facebook Productive Conversations Podcast. Look me up, Matt Brown Productive Conversations Podcast on Facebook as well. And check out all the great content we have for you across the world of social media. So Ryan Page and Rocky Palomari is here to talk all trending things on Twitter. You know, it's always a great time when we have them together. And we talk about what's going on in this crazy world we're living in. So hitting on the big stories over the past couple of days and today... From Martha Stewart, swimsuit model at 81, great for her. Kim Kardashian and Tom Brady, are they really good friends? Are they really good friends, if you know what I'm getting at? Robert De Niro is is going to be a father, I should say, is now a father of seven, having his most recent child at the age of 79. Uh, Elon Musk orders a new Twitter CEO. I want to talk about CNN's The 2010s for nostalgia's sake and whatever Ryan and Rocky have to offer too, which is definitely a lot of good things. Also on Thursday, we are returning with our NBA coverage. We are covering the postseason and we're now going into the conference finals. Who is winning the West? Is it going to be the Los Angeles Lakers or the Denver Nuggets? That series tips off tonight. Then tomorrow, the Battle of the East is officially on. The Miami Heat are going up against the Boston Celtics. Those are your Final Four in the NBA. A repeat of the Final Four in the NBA in 2020, aka the bubble year. And we'll see who wants it more. We'll get more in-depth with our NBA crew on Thursday for that. But today's show is all about the topical things happening in the world of Twitter, the trending topics, the crazy things to make crazy content on. And let's get into it with the great Ryan page and rocky polymeri ryan and rocky it's your guys turn let's talk trending things on twitter here we go this is a very productive conversation
There is so much to talk about. This world is going crazy, and it's so much fun to watch it unfold on the internet. We have another tweet cap for you. Ryan Page and Rocky Palmieri is here. What's up, guys? That was incredibly nihilistic, Matt. <laughs> the world is unraveling, and it's so much fun to watch it online. That's well, not the tagline for I like it. I'm, honest. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like it's true. It. It's true. How's it going, Matt? Not too bad. It's already mid-May, guys. It's 2023. Isn't that nuts? That is crazy. But whatever. (laughs) What'd you say? You only said, how's it going to Matt? How's it going, Rocky? (laughs) It's too late. Never mind. Okay. Man, right. I asked. It's on the record. Chivalry's is dead when you had that, but (laughs) I don't know. Rocky's a damsel. We'll bake you it up for it. Yes. Oh, man, where do we start in the world of Twitter or what's trending in this world? I want to talk about Thuth. I want to start off with two people. First things first. It was announced today, the 15th of May, that Martha and it was released. Martha Stewart, at 81 years old, is one of your swim is one of your. Ah, let me restart that. Martha Stewart, at 81 years old, is one of your. Sports Illustrated swimsuit models right on the front cover with Megan Fox. And um, she's showing that anything is possible, even in older senior years. That is awesome. Great to see Martha Stewart with um, her very artistic photographs. And um, she is now the oldest person to ever grace the SI swimsuit model. And who would have thought from this amazing cook having some legal troubles and coming back from there, doing some that show with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and uh, now she's, um, you know, now she's a swimsuit model. Uh, what do you guys think about this uh, profound moment in swimsuit model history? Well, okay, a couple things to unpack, mostly being swimsuit model history. But um, <laughs> you've seen it, obviously. I have it up to make sure I was thinking of the right one. It's like mostly just a picture. Oh, well, I need Google it really quick. I'd She's like, uh, so for those of you, this is, of course, an audio mm-hmm. uh, platform, but I'll try my best. Also on YouTube, uh, so they will see. Oh, so you'll yeah. be able to see it. Okay. So if you're not watching on YouTube, She's in a, obviously in a bathing suit, but she's got like this very long, flowy orange. Uh, I don't want to say cape. I'm sure there's a better, more fashionable word for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like a normal photo, which is fine. I mean, she is 81 years young. <laughs> Um, so obviously you want to, you know, it's different than what Megan Fox's photo shoot is going to look like. That's just a fact. Mm -hmm. Um, and I do think it's, I mean, it adds a lot of star power to the magazine, right? You you want people to read your magazine, especially in a world where nobody reads magazines, physical ones. And I do think part of it, this is of course really cynical. I think used to be that just an attractive person on a magazine would get magazine sales um obviously i don't think that works anymore nor maybe it shouldn't i think what's in the magazine should rather more but i do think martha stewart is probably you know going viral for being on the cover is going to be enough to push a couple more people to pick up the magazine and take a look at it just again for the novelty factor so i say good for everyone involved sell a few more copies make a little more money uh but it's not racy so if any of you freaks out there (laughs) Looking for racy Martha Stewart, 81-year-old pictures. It's not racy. It's very, very, as Matt said, artsy. It's tastefully done. Uh, Just mostly it's like, honestly, I could see that same picture in like 
any of the other countless magazines that Martha Stewart has been on the cover of. Yes. Um, like it was very, you know, it was very, very, uh, very, you know, not what you expect from a swimsuit magazine. So I think that get your head out of the gutter, uh, folks, but yeah, good for her. I'm glad she's getting paid. No, it's weird. Oh, uh, uh-uh. it's weird. She's too old. I'm sorry. You don't need 80 plus year old people modeling swimsuits for Sports Illustrated. It just looks weird. I just Googled it. It's odd. It's not that odd. It, it's not that odd. <laughs> Geriatric people in swimsuits. She does. She looks fine. I will say she doesn't look 81. Yeah. I didn't know she was that old. I was pretty shocked to hear that. It's a weird photo. You it's are. You're, you're just no. you're just trying to dig it's in weird. to make something different. Happen. It's That's weird. No, it's I mean, not. Aren't these people supposed to be like athletic and no. stuff like that? They're supposed to be in a swimsuit, I believe. The, Allegedly, the, I believe the requirement is wear a swimsuit. Correct. I, I don't get it. <laughs> sure. they're, not pro, mm-hmm. they're not pro athletes, right? They're always models. I don't. I don't know. Most don't, of the time, they have thrown athletes here and there, but yeah. Well, because I, I get what you're saying, Sports Illustrated, like, oh, maybe it's supposed to be an athlete. And if that were the case, yeah, that would be weird. Martha Stewart is not an athlete. Uh, doesn't matter how good or not good anyone looks. Either you are a professional athlete or you're not. But uh, they don't. It's not. They don't always do athletes. So I don't think it's weird. You know, no, I, it's, but, it's weird. She's too old. I don't think so. I think you're wrong. I'm wrong. Yeah, I think you're wrong. Look at the oh, picture okay. again. Look at the picture again. <laughs> I just looked at it. It's just gross. I don't need to see Matt that. is going to put the picture up right now on the podcast. Maybe not. I don't know. But if he has it now, continue. he'll do it before. Yeah, continue. And you were saying? Everyone's so- going to see it. And everyone's going to be like, this is not, this is like a normal picture. You could see this, not like Vanity Fair, because they do like the crazy things. But like any of like those home style magazines or lifestyle people, this is a normal magazine cover. Like she's wearing. I am posting it right now. Sorry to interrupt. Right on YouTube, right here with her outfit. Yeah, that's just her in a little shawl (laughs) sitting outside. You wouldn't even, honestly, if you didn't say Sports Illustrated swimsuit. Well, yeah, not that's that one so much, but that, not that, one. That, that one doesn't fit your narrative, so we're not going to no, talk about. I that showed one. the. We're talking about the cover. Dude, I'll show some we, other ones. Oh, the cover. This is the most risque. That would actually be fine. Oh my god, that does not look eighty-one no. years old at all. That's just weird. No, you it don't doesn't. need someone that old modeling like that. Well, who cares? There's no. I mean, there's well, no I mean, problem. The problem is it's there's no problem again. No problem. Problemless. I mean. Then why, no is it historic? then why is it historic because they've never had someone that old before why well, maybe no one at 81 has looked like martha stewart no one there's i don't know that, i'm don't work at sports illustrated but i guarantee you there are people that have looked like martha stewart before that are the 81 were they as there's a reason there's a reason that they aren't on covers until were they Mar- were they martha famous i mean uh, what's, very that, famous. what's that famous designer that's super old I don't know, but if you don't know her name, she's not really famous. Anna Wintour? I don't, know, I don't know designers very well. So. Designers are typically not particularly attractive people. That's a true statement. <laughs> and I will, I'm willing to let designers come at me for that. Uh, I'm, I'm no... Lang. She's like 150 and she's still in like swimsuits. Sure. She looks and good it's... too, doesn't she? If I'm not mistaken. I mean, I've seen her things. I mean, also, who cares? <laughs> Their goal is to sell the magazine. If Martha Stewart sells magazines, then she's achieved her goal. She could look sure. like me. If, if you're putting me on a speedo, 
It, for Sports Illustrated with Cell magazines, they'd be stupid not to do yeah. it. Slap the word historic on it, and yeah, they'll sell historic. historic. But they didn't. Do they have historic. to say brave. They have to say brave too. Brave historic. What? Or is it Megan Fox also in this magazine? Mary, Megan Fox is very know. brave to go on. This, this is this not, magazine. No, I think Matt added historic. I don't believe Sports Illustrated no. is running with historic. I think they actually are. No, no. It re- she really is the oldest. In, oh, I know that. Really no, I'm saying I don't think they're being like. I don't believe Sports Illustrated is like buy our historic oh. magazine. They are. They're I'm not. I'm pretty sure they are. I promise you they're not because Megan Fox is in the are. magazine. But I I'm saying promise you if I was on the magazine and I sold millions of copies, then they wouldn't care that I look the way I do. They wouldn't care that I have a body for radio. They would just care that they sold a bunch of magazines. That's it. That's all that matters. So I say good for good for Martha. Good for Sports Illustrated. Uh, hey, I have one right here. From the Today Show's article, What's the Today it does Show, say Sports it, Illustrated. It, I was just saying they say it's literally historic. What is? She's the oldest. Uh, but, but, yeah, but um, is it historic or isn't it? You're you're um. Yeah, I didn't say it wasn't. I just said they're not marketing it as historic. Do you think it's historic though? I mean, is it is the real. first time in history. So by those very very very. <laughs> narrow parameters sure do i think the world would have continued to spin unaltered had martha stewart said i'm actually busy next tuesday i can't be in your magazine i have yes. a snoop dog show yes exactly literally the first sentence in the sports illustrated article the, the sports illustrated <laughs> magazine can't they make history it's a magazine the oldest cover model in the publication's history so they don't say the word historic they say history it's the same thing no those are two different words First, rage. first in it's their not history and historic. Yes, like it the is same the first. Thing. That's just a fact. The it's first like would the make it. Thing. The first is a first in history would be historic by those narrow parameters that exactly. Matt said at the top. In the first sentence of the article where but they announced that she's on the cover. Historic doesn't need to be like this groundbreaking thing. It just means the first time in history, which is true. It's just a true statement. So the first time in history doesn't mean historic. But historic I'll be honest with you. This is history. the most I've cared about a magazine. And it's only to counter the fact that you care way too fucking much about this magazine. <laughs> I don't care about it. I, I, I think I, I, I'm not too it. much. I'm not going to buy it. I don't buy magazines. Everyone buy the magazine. And go ahead. Buy it all you want. <laughs> I don't care. Buy the magazine. I'm just saying that I Everyone think it's buy a bizarre move. Too. And, to, and to say that it's normal is just a little weird. I Not don't weird. see many 80 year olds <laughs> posing in swimsuits. As long as they make what, their money, who cares? I don't know what you're looking at where 80 year olds are posing in swimsuits is normal, but I don't I think look at off. swimsuit magazines. I'm, it's Except, 2023. No one does. That's why they put Martha Stewart on the cover. Except the the old lady from WWE, they used to put finishing moves over, but then she got canceled. Oh, fabulous. I'm pretty Mula? sure. I'm pretty sure she's she definitely. She didn't look like Martha Stewart, though. That's true, too. Not even close. <laughs> oh, man, guys. If we want to talk about more people who've been in the public eye for a long time sure. and making big, big headlines, why don't we talk about this? Two time Academy Award winner Robert De Niro announced yeah. last week that at the age of 79 years old, he had his seventh child. How about that? First things first, is this great? For Robert De Niro, is this inspiring or is this really inappropriate at 79 years old? I'm going to go first, Rocky. It's weird. Hold on. I'm going to go first. I just offended Martha Stewart now for (laughs) however long that that however long that internal thing lasted uh, between me and Rocky. This is weird. 
<laughs> I know I just said there's you're never too old. You know, search for your bliss. And I guess all of that's true. This is a bit strange. Um, I mean, obviously, I mean, look, when you look at it, he's got the money. So the child is not going to be in, in a bad environment in terms of like, you know, they will have everything that they want to growing up, I'm sure, uh, except for probably dad. But other than that, um, they will, you know, they'll be taken care of. So it's not like irresponsible, but it's just at some point you'd think you'd want to slow down, right? Like, I mean, I don't know. This is probably I like Robert De Niro. I have to assume he was not a hands on parent for any of his kids um, at any point, even when he was a younger man. I don't know this, but this is just my gut feeling considering how now long he has he's the been time. famous. No, I definitely don't. He's still working, <laughs> dude. He's in that movie with um, Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, no, he's still working. I don't believe he's going to be more hands-on at 79. I think the difference is he's set up a parenting style that is very, you know, laissez-faire parenting. And so it's okay at 79 that, you know, time will be limited because time was limited even at peak De Niro. <laughs> I feel like time with his kids was probably limited. I This is all speculation. I could get in so much trouble. I've never met Robert De Niro. This is just a vibe I'm getting. That he seems to me as somebody who probably spent a lot more time in the studio, and a lot less time at Little League. And so <laughs> I don't think that will change very much. And so in that way, I guess, what's the difference? But it is weird. Also, how old was this woman? I don't the details of her haven't come out yet. I don't think so. I'd be going to assume, right? Not that old based on biology. I'm going to if you Google Robert De Niro baby mama, what comes up? I'll be honest, but, is there more than one? I don't know if that's the best way to phrase that. For there me. might be more than one. I don't know his uh his, his his full history of his children. So, okay, so the daughter is named Gia Virginia Chen De Niro. His girlfriend Chen. is Tiffany Chen. Okay. And um, I, I can't find how old she is. But this kind of relates to, you know, Al Pacino. He's, he's, um, they do relate very he's, well, those two. Yeah, he's 82 years old and he dates somebody who is 28 years old. That's a money thing, right? <laughs> we can say that. I think. I think he maybe, knows that. Maybe she genuinely loves Scarface. I'm just gonna say that's also weird. <laughs> no, I think we can all agree that, that that's a money deal. He he wants a young girlfriend. She wants Al Pacino's money, and so you know, Man, I think we ho- can agree to that. Hollywood legends, it's like they could still. Uh, also, the how come everyone's given? How come people are giving Leonardo DiCaprio so much grief over his dating <laughs> history? We got seventy-nine-year-old yeah. Robert De Niro as a new father. What is going on? Let's, That's let's, also let's, weird, though. Let's save our let's save our uh, collective internet outrage for things that matter. Which is, by the way, none of this, because uh, it's not hurting anybody. They're billionaires, right? Well, not billionaires. They're millionaires. Now, uh, what if Robert De Niro was on the cover of Sports Illustrated? If he sold tickets, man, <laughs> you get you start moving copies. But De Niro in a speedo, whatever. But this is probably why De Niro has made movies well into his, <laughs> you know, later later years. It's why Some are pretty Cannon good. The Irishman. And then there's Bad Grandpa, too, which is definitely a cash grab. Yeah, it's like Nick Cannon will never be able to stop hosting. He, he will always have to host a Fox show in order to, to keep his children fed. Uh, By the way, the age of Tiffany Chen 
is 64 years old, according to Google. No, simply untrue. Must be. Or maybe it might be a different. Okay, her name. Sorry, sorry. That's another Tiffany Chen, okay. who is the who is a film producer in China. Sorry, the, it looks like <laughs> Tiffany, his girlfriend, is 45 years old, which is really even old. That's, even that's yeah. kind of old for a kid, but it's doable. Obviously, it, it was just yes, done, wasn't it? Is, <laughs> oh but, man. All right. Honestly, I was expecting a much lower number. So, yo, he, hear this. He, De Niro <laughs> is the father of seven children, ranging from the ages of five weeks to fifty-one years old. Oh my god! Can you imagine that, that being a five-week-old kid? That kid's just going to grow up fatherless. That's the that's the bad part about this. Well, but I said I I have a sinking suspicion that the all they all grew up kind of fatherless. That doesn't make it my better. Point. That I said make made it better. better. Just made precedent. Man. That's all. So when she's old enough to drink. He will be a hundred years old. He'll well, he won't, he won't be here. Yeah, he won't be. Here. He'll be dead. <laughs> you never know. He's very famous, very wealthy. And if anyone can buy his way to a hundred, I'm sure it's Robert De Niro. <laughs> so let me ask this hard hitting question, and then we move on. Yeah. What is crazier, Nick Cannon having all these kids with different baby mamas, or De Niro having a kid at seventy nine? De Niro. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because at least they could check in. They can at least do his FaceTime with those children. That is a there's a small army of Nick Cannon children. It, it, there, it is a staggering number of children. What is that? 13 now? Yes. Like, I don't know. I mean, yes, the age is, a, you know, sticker shock. You look at that age, 79, like, oh, my God, how could. But then you're like, but, you know, when you like he's got a lot of money and all that stuff it can kind of erase some of that sticker shock to try and keep track of 12 kids and again this is probably very morbid but de niro is not going to be around past you know into the teen years if we're being realistic right nick Cannon's going to be around for all of them he's got to like yeah. father these children well yeah but 12 rocky and they're not all in the same place because they're not that, with the same woman that's so that's a lot of work he can that's still a lot of work for other kids he can still raise children he's also not There's, done he's made that very clear I mean, that's done. just a lot of children to it try is. and keep track of he need when you need an excel spreadsheet to locate <laughs> your children you have too many um i would say um but again they have these these women are willing to do it i guess they're set for life too financially if they i don't know i just we just not malign all these women they might really like these people they might really like yeah we don't know tiffany chen may be very very romantically involved with robert de niro may have nothing to do with money uh i'm just saying you know he's really old and that's kind of weird that he wanted to have a kid because why would you want a kid at 79? Uh, but would you already have a 50 year old, 51 year old? Yeah, you got grandkids coming. You uh, you probably already have grandkids if he's 51. Like, yeah, you know that's what I mean? nuts. So, I mean, oh boy. Probably. No, not everyone chooses to have kids, but I think if your range is fit five weeks to 51, there's got to be some grandkids at least, you know, coming down the pipe. And I just feel like he could have waited for that personally. And, you know, like the and. Like think about how if you somehow lived under a rocket, did not know who this movie star was, and you saw him pick up his child, you would automatically think, Oh, that's a nice picture of a grandfather holding his grandson. <laughs> no. You think he's gonna use the uh the Irishman CGI in real life now? At like PTA conferences? 
He has no choice. And, We're going to keep seeing younger. him in movies. Well, so, he's, yeah, he's definitely gonna keep We're going to see what Marvel Cinematic Universe, what Marvel character they have fit for him. They need a new Kang. Who's oh. Kang? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Jonathan Majors is the actor. Oh, yeah, that's Kang. right. I don't know who that is. <laughs> he's the I don't new big a, bad guy, but probably I don't have not a anymore. story for him, but yeah, he's Oh, well, everyone knows him. everyone knows the Jonathan Majors story. If you don't know it, Google it. it yeah, well, long story then, short, Jonathan Majors major movie star is allegedly been under fire for he has allegedly had accusations against him for domestic abuse. And his agency has yeah, dropped him. His, I don't uh, know if Marvel partner. dropped him yet, but um, yeah, really nasty story. You know, it's it's terrible. I have no idea who this guy is. He had a really really yeah, promising so, career, and he was meant to be the new main, like the Thanos esque bad guy for Marvel. That was his big upcoming uh, role, I believe. So yep. they're bringing that, in another Thanos. Well, no, this name is Kang, but <laughs> he was going to have a different, you know. He was going to have the Another similar, yeah, exactly, a, a major villain that would be across multiple movies, like Thanos. And um, I don't know if that'll happen anymore, but we'll see. I mean, who knows? Ezra Miller is still the Flash. He's yeah, that's Flash. nuts. And Michael Shannon defended him last week. Isn't Michael Shannon in that movie? Yeah, he's co-star. Yeah. That's why. By the way, in case anyone wanted to connect those dots, <laughs> I think this movie's great. <laughs> Set the guy in the movie. <laughs> oh my goodness. So in other news, we talked about this NBA player when we did our last tweet cap, but John Morant point guard for the Memphis Grizzlies is suspended by the Memphis Grizzlies for showing a video for a video showing him showing that he had a gun. This is only two months after the last video he was caught showing off his gun, which led to a suspension which led to a talk with the NBA commissioner, which he said, I'm not going to do this anymore, and I'm sorry for this. And he did it again. So what is going on through this guy's head? And do you think he should have a very lengthy suspension for this? Do we know if it was a new guy? What was that, Rocky? Rocky I'm confused. So he, like, he flashed a gun on a Instagram Live. Yeah, Instagram, both Instagram Lives. He first showed one off in a strip club in Denver, Colorado. This was back in March. Gets suspended. Went to the commissioner, made public apologies, and said he'll never do it again. Two months later, on another Instagram Live with his friend, showed off he had a gun. And now was he's he suspended. Like another club? Like Where was he the second time? No, he's just in a car with his he's friend. Car. I get the first one. You shouldn't flash, you know, a gun in a public space. But if you're in, nope. I mean, eh, no, I see it in both cases. You shouldn't flash a gun in a car either. <laughs> so my question was, was it a new gun? Do we know any reporting on this? I don't know if there have been any reports because on the gun. I just know they're why both Why do you need pistols. to show it twice? Because he wants to show he's, he's tough, we saw I guess. It, but we saw it the first time. We know it's there. We, well, we it's, saw it. You, you took it out at the strip club. It was very impressive. And <laughs> we saw it. And we didn't need to see it again. I just don't understand. It'd be one thing if he did something wrong, got suspended, did a different thing wrong, 
and now he's in more trouble because like you're like all right technically he didn't promise he would never do anything wrong he just promised he wouldn't do a specific thing wrong again but Mm -hmm. he made that promise and then very explicitly did almost the same thing again yeah the venue is quite literally the only part that changed he was with his friends he brandished a weapon on instagram live it, it's almost like almost down to the letter exactly the same and yeah. it's just, also don't make promises you don't want to keep yeah right is i mean you need to be a responsible gun owner uh, yeah. it sounds like he maybe shouldn't just shouldn't be a gun owner period based <laughs> on his his penchant for whipping it out wherever there's a camera but but other than that yeah there's definitely a right and a wrong way to own a gun and he certainly found you know option two um i just he's very good right we i i feel so bad because we had this conversation matt you gave me a full like detailed here's john morant because i i brought the story last time because i thought it was interesting but i didn't know anything about him and then i was like interesting and now i'll never have to learn anything else about him because he's been suspended <laughs> and he'll come back and he'll continue playing basketball nope and i should have paid more attention to his career because now i'm once again yeah. lost i don't know i mean obviously he didn't play that long he was suspended recently but the grizzlies did well right as a team and so with him, you know, major all-star, you know, mm-hmm. arguably top 15 NBA player, gets suspended, but in it, but he got suspended the first time, but the Grizzlies were killing it. And they arguably played a little better without him. And they made the playoffs, got knocked out by the Lakers um about a couple of weeks ago. And I guess this is all LeBron's fault. He should have let him win. And uh, he he would have shown this off. <laughs> Could you imagine if LeBron started brandishing a weapon when he lost in Miami after promising a hundred uh, championships? Oh, oh man, uh, this would be an alternate world, some butterfly effect. I know, but no, at, at that time something would have happened, Rocky. This is a different LeBron, but um, <laughs> yeah, the current LeBron could probably do all of this, uh, but past LeBron still had to mm. prove himself a tiny bit. Um, yeah, I don't know, but to speak of LeBron James, um. I feel like, you know, talk about top 15 player. How many of the top 15 players are in this kind of trouble? It's not that many. In the top I, 15? Yeah, in the top no, 15. I'm talking about, I don't so think, like, no, not really. He's he's in this kind of Of current group. players. Yeah, he's in this peer group of uber-talented professional ball players. Just, I mean, you've got 14 other people to just do what they do. Just watch them. Do what they do. Hang out with million them. Dollars coming to hang, yeah. Hang out with their friends. Maybe your friends. You know, you see them at the holidays, sort of. Deal, right. <laughs> you know, when you go home, you can say, "Hey, what's up?" We can. We'll get lunch, sort of deal. I just. You have fourteen other people who you can. You are you know considered as as good as right. Just do what they do. Follow them. They've got your money. They've got your status. They've got your ability. Like it's not like you know. It'd be one thing if he was like the next LeBron, like if there was no, you know, prototype for this player, if he was in a league of his own, an island all his own, that would be something that you could even, and not that you justify, this is still wrong. He should still be suspended to answer your question. Lengthy suspension probably because not only was it a second offense, it was literally the same offense again. Uh, mm-hmm. But like he's not reinventing the wheel. There's 14 other players who are as good, if not better than he is. Just do what they're doing. It's that simple. Just watch, observe, and mimic. 
fake it till you make it. And I don't know why that's a hard thing for him to understand because the other 14 got it. As I just said, like, yeah, there's problems in there's problems in all sports. When you have a large collection of people, there will be problems amongst that collection of people. That's just a fact. But when you're considered exceptional, I feel like you kind of have to hold yourself a little higher up than that. And I don't know if he does or worse, maybe he does. And to a point where he thinks that he can just do whatever, um, which as Rocky said, you know, maybe there's a few players who could do whatever. I don't think it's him. Uh, I have to get his bio every time we talk about him. So that's never a good sign. <laughs> oh, I just hope one day we don't see a video of that gun actually going off. Cause then well, we don't the need more. We don't have yeah. more of an issue. Unless it's responsibly used at a shooting range with professionals around. Yes. Notice he doesn't film that though. That's weird. <laughs> Not as good content wise. Oh man. I guess. John Moran. But when we, uh, there's eventually going to be another tweet cap where they announce the suspension and we'll comment on that. But yeah, I mean, as you, the, the, my last point here before we move on, you went to the commissioner of the NBA to try to fix this and you make him look really bad too. <laughs> like, I don't know. Do you, you just don't behave? Know. Yes. Leaves the office, goes to Instagram live. <laughs> Guys, guess what? I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> literally on instagram live too there's no way that could be stopped and uh who are his buddies i feel like one of them should be like hey what if we just made millions and didn't do this yeah right live, you live this- coast coast off of him being an on yeah, being in his step. entourage nope but just just get him in more trouble i'm really I'm interested in this story too. guys and uh i, I want to hear your thoughts a 29-year-old YouTuber named Trevor, named uh, let me start it. Sorry, <laughs> a 29-year-old YouTuber named Trevor Jacob admitted to authorities that he blatantly crashed an airplane in a video to promote a wallet. He destroyed a plane to gain views. He literally implied that and said that. A news release from the United States Attorney General's office is now charging him with this, and he is facing up to 20 years in prison. A perfect example of why you shouldn't do things for clout, don't you think? He's literally um, facing 20 years in prison, and he said he did this for views. Rocky, as a legal (laughs) expert, and uh, Ryan, I definitely want your, um, your thoughts on this too. Do you think this guy is going to face time for this? I have no. I still don't know what he did. He, yeah, was, wait, was it his plane? Was it his plane? Uh, yeah, I, I think it actually was, but I'll confirm that. I'll confirm that still. The flight took place um, in November 2021. Okay. And um, the actual charge is pleading guilty to one count of destruction and concealment with intent to obstruct a federal investigation. Mm. And um, Jacob put several cameras in different parts of the plane and took a parachute and selfie stick with him. Wait, I think I've seen oh, this video. He ghost I think the I've plane. seen this video. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't, out of the plane. Oh, you didn't yeah, see the video? I have no idea what you're talking about. I oh, thought you don't know what it was a couple yeah, years yeah. ago, right? Yeah, I thought you could see the video. Yeah, I thought the video now. Let me I see if I could get a muted version. Of flying it. his plane is going to jail. I'm like that's not. Oh no no he right? he goes flew his plane. He literally jumps out of the plane and lets it crash. I just don't oh. know if um. So what did it crash into? Okay, that's... it's by the way, it is his airplane. This video is called "I Crashed My Airplane." 
right here. And okay. yeah, the guy literally jumps out okay. and crashes it. And it's so he probably hit something he wasn't supposed to hit. Yeah, here I have I'm showing for the video no, I'm showing I've, Ryan yeah, and Rocky this. now. For yeah, those he, uh, he crashed uh, into an area he shouldn't have crashed into. That's uh, essentially what happened, I bet. In which case, yeah, he's probably in trouble. I don't get like what is it? Destruction and concealment of prov uh, evidence or something like that. What'd you say? Yeah, so so the official charge here is one count of destruction and concealment with intent to obstruct a federal investigation. So he must have hid some stuff when they were trying to figure out how the plane crashed. Probably into a random plane crash, Rocky. Yeah, so (laughs) basically... You know what? My guess is probably that he had to like probably report that this plane went down to like the the feds to the FCC and... Um, probably just lied about why it went down. Mm. That's my guess. Yeah, so more, more of Rowan. About that, but that'd be my guess is what happened. Yeah, so he departed for a Lomax City Airport in Santa Barbara County, but he never intended to land the aircraft, and I guess he told them that he was. And mm. um, he admitted in the plea agreement he planned to eject from the aircraft during the flight and video himself parachuting to the ground. <laughs> And yeah, so it seems like he lied to the FAA. And uh, even though it was his own plane, that's where I guess this is gets messy. I mean, he's, if you can't go ride your plane. Yeah. He's already pled, and he he's pled. I doubt you know he's not facing that significant of a punishment. Well, it says here he's facing twenty years. Um, do you think but he'll actually a, get if it? If it's part of a plea agreement, they probably have something worked out. He should mm-hmm. see jail time for this. He might. Who knows? I don't know. I've decided. At first, I was going to say no, Matt, by the way. But as I've learned more about all of this, don't do that. Yeah, this, this is. I used to do this oh, all the time in GTA. What's well, different? That's GTA. That's why GTA exists. <laughs> so you can <laughs> jump out of the plane. Sometimes you accidentally hit. press Y and then you just jump out. Exactly. Right. In mm-hmm. the real world, you can't. That's GTA. what he did. No, he accidentally pressed Y. No, that's what he says. He in the filmed plea. it. <laughs> it's literally called "I crashed my airplane." But is this ultimately a sign? I crashed my airplane. <laughs> to tell these influencers to stop. Or well, that one influencer in Virginia, uh, not too long ago, got shot doing one of yeah. the, his prank videos. Which, again, don't shoot people. Like, point that out. Not He's throwing all prank of it. videos in like 2023. Well, not that guy anymore. But um. <laughs> he he survived. Um, anyway, yeah, I just yes, obviously this is different than that because in that case someone actively did a crime to the influencer. But you know, I feel like if you walk up to a person in a mall and you see them, you can, should be able to get right away whether or not this person is going to laugh at your joke. And if the answer to is not yes, resoundingly, <laughs> then at the bare minimum. You have to figure out, will this person be carrying a weapon or intend to harm me? And if that is also not definitively no, then don't do the joke on them. I, I do think if you're looking for clout, well, first of all, the cl- crashing a plane is not funny. Like, not, nothing is inherently funny about a plane crash. I don't know why you shrugged, Rocky, but... <laughs> we, we made, like, three jokes about GTA stuff. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, those were jokes. No one crashed the plane. He puts in the vid- he puts in the video. This is me pressing Y. <laughs> I'm saying like funny. when you watch a plane. All right, if you're on the ground and you watch a plane crash, 
if you laugh, you have an yeah, issue. Yeah, no. Well, no, yeah, you're not going to laugh at that. Right. So there's nothing, inherently speaking, there's nothing funny about a plane crash. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of influencers have stopped worrying about funny and entertaining and have jumped into shocking, which I mean, every medium has done this. And some very famous people that we consider totally reasonable, by the way. We're, we're shock, you know, shock artists. I mean, Howard Stern is one of Matt's idols, right? And Howard Stern started off being just, what is the most shocking thing I can say on the radio, right? That was okay. his shtick. He was a shock jock. That was his whole, that, I think they called him that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it's not totally new, but just, a, a shocking is not entertaining, it's shocking. And so it'll pop a number, but it doesn't, I I would say that that's where the problem comes in. Because if the only thing you've got going for you is the ability to shock your viewers, then you have to continue coming up with more obscene, like obscenely ridiculous things to do to shock people. Yeah, like Like I'm going to crashing your airplane or or getting shot on camera. And what kind of edit do you say? Survived, survived, attempted murder. Right, exactly. Like that's literally what you put. <laughs> so I think or this that guy I remember this guy shoe nice he did this the most insane challenge like let me put eat fireworks challenge yeah he this is, and he, yeah he got that crazy I hope right, he's like still here. you're shocked when you I just have that. shock when, when that's your skill when your skill is shocking people you have to keep up in the freaking like stakes every time yep. and that gets harder and harder to do eventually you plateau so yeah, I don't know do perfect no <laughs> obviously i haven't i don't what part of my talking has led anyone to believe that i like any of these people <laughs> no dude perfect's not shocking it's they do the trick shots but they have to oh, keep up fine. the ante yeah but that's you can up if you start and there's low, some videos and you use a lot of ante, screen screens now to make that happen if you start at plane oh, crash really? where do you go <laughs> what comes Spatial. after plane crash but yeah you have to do a space um, like that's how, maybe uh, submarine I'm just saying it's a submarine. Shot. Yeah, submarine crash be probably it's the next just very one. difficult to just to to up yourself so frequently, and it's Two not worth days. it. Like the cloud's not worth it because no Literally. one is no one is proud. What is that thing? You're not cute. You're not funny. You're not impressing anybody. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not worth it. It'll give you the numbers you need in the short term, but you will get banned eventually because uh, you mm-hmm. have to keep upping the ante. And so your career ends because you haven't built a fan base that cares about you and your talents at all. You built a fan base that wants to see you break things. And eventually someone else will break something and you'll be banned. So I don't know. I think that you should think long and hard about your skits are they funny for real or are they just shocking because shocking will eventually hit a wall and then you're fucked oh man this is uh this is gonna be something else to say and this is to transition from this to kim kardashian so it was reported today that kim kardashian That Kim Kardashian is shopping for a home in Tom Brady's community, and apparently the pair have been in touch and are friendly. And Tom Brady, who is single, Kim Kardashian, who is single, um, are going to come together to help find her a home, I guess, somewhere in Miami. And I'll ask this uh, deep question. 
Do we see Kim Kardashian and Tom Brady dating? And what does this mean for our world? <laughs> uh, I do see that, but I see something else. I see a presidential campaign in which every single plank is an insult to Tom Brady. Every single one. When Kanye does his anti the anti Brady party. Oh, no. And it's specifically about insulting across all 50 states. Tom Brady for dating his ex-wife. <laughs> I might actually be okay with that. Um, I might be hilarious. I, I'd be like, let well, give him, give him space, <laughs> give him space. Let's keep the meds on standby, but let's not force him down the throat just yet. I want to see where this goes. Um, I mean, yeah, I think so. Right. Obviously the report wouldn't exist, you know, smoke, if there's smoke, there's fire. So obviously oh, if this no. report exists, no. a reporter line, Oh, stop it. They've never um, done that before. Well, they have, but I'm saying smoke is fire. <laughs> if they're reporting, if they're reporting it that way, if they're putting those two names together, then they have Friendly. to have Yes. They have to have at least some inkling of a suspicion that it's more than just a friend helping their friend move. Um, <laughs> they wouldn't, they wouldn't bring it up if it was literally Tom, like, Oh yeah, I got a good real estate guy. I'll keep put you in touch. Like that's not making the news. I'm going to call with you to the like a, a reality show together or something. Well, I guess that's true. They could be doing some sort of business venture together. He did back out of his Fox deal. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They say that's about to happen soon. It's yeah. close he to should it. go back though, because everything he does is going to get signal boosted by Kanye West. Man, I don't know. I, does, do she, does he care about her? I and mean, she has that new wife oh, yeah. of his. Hey, I don't know if new, we're still a new wife. Yeah, a whole new wife, not even a girlfriend, a wife. Oh yeah, no, they're not together then. What are you talking about? You got to lead with the fact he's married. I don't have to lead with anything because he still cares. <laughs> Come on. Hold on, it's Kanye West. He cares about everything. I'm and talking about Tom Brady. Oh, oh, not Tom. Brady. Oh no, yeah, no, Kanye Tom West. Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady's single. Oh, oh, I think talking about Tom Brady being married. No, Matt's I saying Kanye West married? has a new Kanye wife. Kanye West has, yeah, Kanye West said Kanye West. Kanye West, West has a new wife. Kim K's single. No one's, uh, I haven't seen anything crazy with her in terms of relationships. I think she's actually going to be in the new American Horror Story. And they caught her filming that. Interesting. And then also, um, now this, this becoming a thing in page six. Kim K when, and Tom Brady, the relationship. Kanye releases you want his to laugh tweet. At. <laughs> his I tweet. Kanye existed, honestly. Saying that he first saying all these mean things about Tom Brady, and then saying he spoke to Steve Martin, and he apologizes, and then clarifying he didn't speak to Steve Martin. He just watched Father of the Bride, and it gave him a new uh, understanding about Tom Brady's relationship. That's what I'm looking forward to. He's still gonna be insane if this happens because he. Honestly, I don't think he likes sharing the spotlight with Kim Kardashian. I think that's what Kanye is more upset about. Whenever she mm. dates a guy, she gets in the news. And she's more in the news than he is, frankly. And I think he doesn't like that. So I think he always takes the time to insert himself into her relationship. And also with Kim, with Kim news. K, too. I get pretty much any single person she talks she taught any single famous person she talks to she's rumored to be dating them i mean she she yeah. could he could talk to she could talk to bernie sanders and people will make funny cruel sick jokes saying that they're about to go out oh we have to call jonah hill if that happens <laughs> kanye's gonna need kanye's gonna need a reminder oh, oh I know. <laughs> yeah that's uh i guess 
a Jonah Hill movie made Kanye change his views on a oh. uh, certain group of people. A publicist, like one of the best movies of all. A time. publicist tweeted, and that's what changed <laughs> Kanye's views. That was it. Unbelievable. Listen, guys, there was this another report that came out today, and I, I actually do. I would like to hear both of you guys talk on this um, views on this. We all know the rise of AI in all aspects of life is getting bigger and bigger, whether it's music. I mean, I literally heard a, a Paul McCartney singing Maroon 5, She Will Be Loved, and it sounded like a perfect That's probably very uh, good. Um, Beatles song. We obviously know about G- Chad GBT and the rise of that and um, all the artist AI work and all the manipulation and all of that when it comes to artificial intelligence and also education has been a big thing too. So in just one, it was reported in just one month, hundreds of thousands of students have downloaded the new AI homework assistant Plato to finish their schoolwork faster. And it keeps rising and rising. And you can also use chat GBT to write essays. And let me ask guys, are we concerned about AI? Are we concerned it's going to change everything for us? Is it going to take over our world or should we embrace it and use no, it as a new tool? It. It's the future. Yeah, the I'm, future. I'm actually really interested in that. I don't when people say this is scary, I hate this, whatever. I mean, it we're not going to have a uh, I, I, I hope we don't. I don't think we're going to have an iRobot situation or this is going to turn to a Philip K. Dick novel. Um, but. I think it's stuff like this. It's it's actually cool and just have to use it correctly. And there's people who are way smarter than me who know if they can literally take take its mind of its own and go crazy on this. But with stuff like this, AI, we're like, where should this we go with all of this? Like, why why are people so nervous? I don't know. People seem like like it's with this specifically. People are like afraid of progress. Mm-hmm. It just it makes so much sense. Like why? Like why wouldn't it be embraced everywhere? It, it has practical applications in like every single, uh, I don't know, career for the most part. And yeah, like yeah. They're talking about using say, it in uh, drive-throughs at like Wendy's. Like so I was going to say your order. that AI, so AI. I mean, with all new technology, of course, there's the the risk of abuse, right? Like we, you can't discount it. It is a self-learning program. There is definitely ways that that could go wrong like we have speculated about it in science fiction for however long so obviously there are ways that it can go wrong but there's tay tay i was that the microsoft one that went racist do you remember that well maybe yeah i mean it was like i don't even just mean yeah i don't even just mean racism 2010 or something like that and they made an ai bot you could chat with and it became racist in like 24 hours I mean, oh God. yeah, I don't even mean that because, I mean, people are racist, too. Uh, so that's really not AI exclusive. But I would say one thing that I think so interesting is I think a lot of folks are really overestimating this technology at the moment. It's 2016. Uh, you remember that? I don't. Oh, I think you've told me about it, but I, no, I didn't I've see it. I've seen that image before. Yeah, I've it, was seen a, that image it was a famous too. Twitter page. <laughs> Tay, I uh, no, but I think people are overestimating uh, like ChatGPT and stuff by quite a bit. Uh, I use ChatGPT often uh, for work, and so how much is it? Is it five dollars a month right now? 
Oh, I do the. I have the free version. I have the free version. I don't have the full. Oh, and could you use deal. it exclusively, the free version, or is there like a limit to it? I've never used chat. They haven't stopped me yet. I, I never use it either. I don't use. I don't use it that often. It's not, and that, and I that, frankly, that's part of my point. Actually, um, it, it can't write an essay. That's that's that was you said that that's false. Uh, ChatGPT. Yeah. I don't know about Plato. This is Plato. So I don't know about that. I don't use that. I don't have homework. I'm an adult, but. <laughs> uh, for people who do, maybe that one is better. But ChatGPT, uh, I've thrown in some of the topics that I've been writing about just to see what it would say. Um, it's not good. It's very bad writing most of the time. I've like, is it bad grammar-wise? Well, grammar is fine. It's just boring. It's not written well. It's not interesting yeah. to read. It is a recitation of facts. Um, I actually just recently, not for not for work, but I was uh, helping a, a friend do a an essay. Uh, that they had to do because they do still have homework. Um, mm-hmm. And I, she, she was asking me for some pointers. So I threw them into ChatGPT and it gave me an or- organized like, and I gave it the parameters for the essay and it gave me everything I wanted. It gave me the parameters that I wanted. I typed in bullet points of the, like what I wanted in the order I wanted them, which it also gave me, but it was quite literally my bullet points connected with like connecting words. It was in that's probably speaking generously. It was not an essay. It was the bullet points I wrote out connected with like ands and does. Um, Didn't add the human touch to it. No, it looked like a robot wrote it. Um, (laughs) Also for ChatGPT, I was trying to use it to source topics for for my work uh, because I do have to pitch some of my own stories and uh, I put in what I write about. Everyone, all of your viewers know that I, I write about wrestling. Um, and I was getting some really, really old content, like stuff that hasn't been relevant in years. So finally, <laughs> I actually asked ChatGPT. I said, what is your like brain stop? I didn't say it that way. I said it better. <laughs> what is your brain? When I said, when does your brain stop, essentially? And they're like, oh, September 2021. <laughs> So, <laughs> yes. So anything that happened after September 2021, GPT has like only a 40 percent chance of knowing anything about that. Um, so it's not that good. It's good in terms of the technology didn't exist and it's come a long way from, you know, racist tweets in 2016 uh, from Microsoft. But I do think that there's a lot of limitations that folks are not at least in the writing space that folks are not considering, you know, like people who are talking about like AI is the future. They're going to run things. They're going to replace people. Chat GPT is not replacing anybody. Chat GPT is replacing Google. That's pretty much it. Instead of Googling all the information and then writing an essay, you can get a rough outline through chat GPT and you still have to go to Google to source everything. So it's still not going to help you, but no, ChatGPT is and AI more broadly, I would say, still got a long way to go before anyone has to be worried or overly excited. It's I think it's still very much early phases, which means there's still yeah. plenty of opportunity for it to develop as a tool. Uh, we, you know, it's like Rocky said, it's a tool. It's progress. If we use it correctly, then we have nothing to worry about. Do I trust us to do that? Historically speaking, we usually find a uh, less than ideal application for everything we've ever created. So track record says that ChatGPT AI more broadly could probably be misused, but we haven't gotten there yet. It can't be misused in any meaningful way right now, other than you know some soft plagiarism. 
So I also think a professor could go, somebody said a professor can go to JatGBT, copy and paste the essay and say, did you write this? And then it'll rat on itself too. If a professor really? needs, if a professor needs Allegedly. to ask ChatGPT, if, yeah, if a professor needs to ask ChatGPT, if ChatGPT wrote it, not a good professor. It's very obvious. I'm, I'm serious. It's so obvious. It's insane. I, I wrote in the margins of the, the essay that I was helping on. I was like, do not just submit this. I said, this was written by a robot. It's horrible. This is just so you have the format that I was trying to convey outside of bullet points. I was, you know, very explicit. Like there was no introduction. There was no conclusion. Well, that's not true. They had a conclusion and it started with in conclusion, which is how all of the worst conclusions start about 90% of the time. In conclusion. Um, so like it was just the, the content was bad. The format was good. And it organized uh, thoughts very well. And so for that, it's great. And I think people should learn how to use it. I think it's harder to use than people think. If you're just typing, do this for me, you're not getting the best out of ChatGPT. You should use it, give it the parameters, and it can really be an actual assistant for you and help you think, help you organize. But uh, yeah, if you're using it for homework, you're not, you know, you're shooting for C's, frankly. Have you seen the videos they can do now? AI AI videos, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that no, creepy? Oh, that's freaky. What what is that? Rocky's showing us like very messed up versions of Shrek and Mickey Mouse. Rocky lives in the AI party. I loved it. I love Will, Will Smith eating spaghetti is the famous one. Jesus. I've seen that one actually, yeah. Yeah. I love AI music. Like I really like the alternate takes on famous songs. Freddie Mercury ones are really good. That Peaches one was bad though. Didn't like it. You didn't like Freddie Mercury Michael ja- peaches? No, oh, Michael, Michael Jackson peaches. peaches. That was just Michael Jackson saying the word peaches over and over again. <laughs> that wasn't very good. Man, good stuff. Good stuff indeed. You know, there is this, there's something, though this is two, this is two weeks old. Okay. I It's a cool broad and take. Again, I want to hear you guys talk about it. So James Corden, the late, late show ends, there ends his show. Uh, two weeks ago, Late Late Show is done. James Corden obviously became a huge hit, especially in the late 2010s. Carpool Karaoke, Spill Your Guts, Fill Your Guts, Crosswalk the Musical. So I like those. He was really popular on YouTube, and obviously his show, you know, ratings went down. He did have kind of a, a bad PR moment. You know, that restaurant said he was the worst, and then he leaves his show a year later to focus on other things. They did not announce a person taking over or a group of people. And it might even be like what the daily show did. Trevor Noah left his show last fall and they just put guest hosts for the daily show for now. And late night TV used to be a staple, but do you think with James Corden gone, the daily show not being what it used to be and you know conan was very popular but now he's on a very successful podcast is late night pretty much on the way out in the next 10 years even with these even with even with these youtube videos that really aren't trending as much as they used to either yeah i think it might be i mean people don't consume content that way very much anymore like what is what are the so I'm trying to think of just what is like the episodic, like the weekly viewing. 
show shows right now. Uh, Succession, Yellowstone, yeah, HBO is that solo thing. Yellowstone, solo Yellowstone's thing? done. Okay, Are, but aren't there like sixteen like other Yellowstone? Oh yeah, there's there's alternates like Yellowstone yeah. nineteen. So the Yellowstone franchise is still probably episodic, and that probably still commands a decent number of folks. What else is like at weekly episodic that people must watch? Besides sports, that's it. Very yeah. specific. It's yeah, Barry, very. Yeah, Barry, very. but that's I don't even think that's there because no. Let me know when you see that episode, Rock. I, I haven't watched it yet. I know. I'll let you know. No offense to the Barry fans, but it's on the same <laughs> freaking time as Succession, correct? So there you go. Well, right after. Yeah, no one's there. the same night. Um, yes. <laughs> so I'm the wrong person to ask. I don't. Want I to think that. So imagine, like, how few shows are successfully doing like tune in every week to see what happens next. Like late night has to do that every night every night well during the week weeknights obviously um that's no way people don't pay attention like that anymore they don't watch tv like that anymore to have like again i think something like a john oliver who i i like more than i think probably his viewers do uh, that's (laughs) that's known but as an example and not just him there's others like bill maher there's other people who do the same format like once a week you do a late night show that could become popular, but to have every single like a show every single night of the week, like Fallon, like Myers, like Kim will do. I don't know, and I think the people who are in there now are established enough that they will be able to keep these jobs as long as they want. Um, but I think when they go away, I don't know if a studio would want to replace them with yeah, like a, a new host. They might just look for new programming. Like something new to do, and I know they tried to do uh, this the shift over with like uh, Lily Singh, right? And uh, yeah, that show didn't. Amber Ruffin is her last name. Yeah, that and was either, a Peacock and those exclusive. Were, and those were both like internet famous folks, I believe, mm-hmm. or folks that went viral on the internet first. And that didn't translate either because that's not how the internet works either. Like nobody is watching something episodic on the internet and if they are it's in addition to a bunch of other things like there are certain youtube channels that i watch that have a release schedule of once a week for a certain series or a certain type of video that i watch but they usually have other things coming out so like throughout the week i have different touch points to watch and engage with that creator it's not there's no channel that i can think of that's like once a week i release this that's not true. I can think of like one that I follow that is like that format. Like every Saturday they release something and that's it. Like it's just not how like episodic is not in at this point. And doing every single an episode every single night, you're taking a dying formula and you're trying to expand it. I just don't see how that like I don't see how that works. I think that they need to consider alternate like options. May honestly, this will be weird. Maybe they do one show a week. Everyone hits that pat, like hits that stride, right? And then they do like Peacock exclusive stuff and Paramount exclusive stuff. They do some stuff online, right? Like they do stuff on YouTube or socials to kind of keep those touch points like everybody else is doing. And then just have like home base be, you know, Wednesday night, late night, or two. And you, they're smart. They'll all pick a different day. I'm sure they're not smart, so they won't. But, um, that's my thought. Again, Matt, you're probably more knowledgeable about the late night ecosystem than I am, but I don't watch anymore. Like I watch, honestly, I watch clips of like Kimmel 
his monologues usually get a chuckle out of me and that's and those do well it. they get about two million yeah. one to two million a, a, a night so but i don't know who else if you, only, do it, like, yeah, you also you really you know when you look at the guests who really needs celebrity involvement anymore like the right. one people who used to go to late night that's where you saw these celebrities but now with social media they put themselves out there mm. and I guess the monologue, it's all about caring about the individual person at this point. The bits right, aren't the as popular as they are. And yeah, they nobody really wants to find, it seems that these uh, studios don't want to find the higher, the new person, whoever they are, to become a big late night star. And I think that's one thing Trevor Noah realized that this isn't going to work for him. That's why he left somewhat abruptly. I think Trevor Noah would have been fine at his spot. Yeah, I but, feel like he's was in that category with. I, I think all of the late night hosts, maybe not Corden, because people really hated on that dude. Yeah, <laughs> everyone just collectively pointed and said no, boo. So he, for some <laughs> reason, wasn't allowed anymore. But everybody else, I think they have their fans, and they're probably fine to just ride it out until they're done. They want to set off to something different or leave the career behind. But I don't, I don't like the Daily Show is a really good example. I think they have. T- several very talented people two of which jump out to me as like potential hosts and which, i don't which think one, either, who are those two uh klepper and roy wood jr yeah i think they both did awesome when they were guest hosts um they've both been around a long time on that show they know the format but they're also both doing their own things both online mostly you know what i mean like and they're making a decent amount of money and i just don't think anyone's going to want to tie themselves to a show right now they don't need to. And the, the ratings aren't the same as they were when Jon Stewart was there. Uh, Jon Stewart's ratings aren't even the same as when Jon Stewart was there on his show. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah, just, it, it's, yeah, it's like, it's everyone. It's not just these new folks either. Jon Stewart is like factually good at this. I, you can agree or disagree with him politically, but like he had very successful TV show. That's facts. It was one of the most successful Comedy Central's ever had. Uh, like it was Chappelle and like maybe one other show and then hit like very successful show. Oh, by the way, I just saw at midnight's coming back. That's going to replace. I thought he was in trouble though. Yeah. Didn't he get in trouble? But he's still doing doing that like Plinko show. Yeah, I guess I guess he is forgiven. All right. But he is taking over. So we forgave him, but we didn't forgive James Corden, huh? I don't know. The issue is these people weren't funny. Well, yeah, you don't care. That's We're not true. Talking to you. I don't like any of that stuff. Ryan knows that. Yeah, but that's not true, Matt, because he meet, when he says none of them, he really means none of them. None of them. <laughs> not a single one are funny. Right. Who can make so you literally laugh out loud. Well, he doesn't do comedy. But there's something to be said for that. <laughs> Actually, I'm insulting him, but there's something to be said for that. Like, YouTube is different. Comedy on YouTube is different than late night no one is monologuing on youtube i am monologuing currently on YouTube. that's it it's just me it's a niche that only i'm filling yeah so the comedy on youtube is not monologues it's visual it has to be actual comedy it has to be visual there has to be effects there has to be like something to see so just standing there talking that's not that's not going to cut it for a lot of folks who get most of their entertainment on youtube um, and that's not an insult. Like YouTube is very entertaining. I spend most of my day watching YouTube videos. Um, so I think that that's something that no one has been able to figure out yet. Like, how do you make a show? And I thought the pandemic might fix that. And it really didn't. You can argue it made it worse. 
Yeah. Nobody was watching that. Well, I thought like there was there's there's low rated shows and then there's no rated shows. They had no ratings. <laughs> I just thought that they were gonna do like be creative, like because they were all stuck at home. Like they could make it more like a YouTube video. They didn't. They didn't. Compared, you know who was the best at it was Seth Myers, who we've criticized off the air, Ryan. But he's just not that good at on the air. Like, yeah. So who's really good at Weekend Update? He's the one in my mind actually. When I said everyone should do a John Oliver esque thing. That's who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Seth Meyers is good. Once a week, do a weekend upstate style satirical show. Put it on like Hulu or whatever, because HBO has like four, so they don't need another. I think he'd be fine. I think he could easily do that. Seth Meyers is very talented as a like a writer. Um, and he's very good. Like he was very good on Weekend Update. I think even people who didn't love SNL at the time would admit that him and some of the character work that he had, like with Bill Hader and stuff, was very good. Uh, I just I don't know. I don't know why. Again, it's because it's a that's the format that's always been is the every night at the same time with the guests and all that stuff. And it's just not no one cares anymore. What a shame. What a shame. And the last thing we'll talk about it was this new show and I just wanted it's going to lead to a more perspective conversation. Have you guys ever watched CNN the decade series? No, I have. You know, I have. So, <laughs> so it's just a CNN does this docuseries going through the decades. They've done the 60s till now. They are now released the 2010s and Basically, they go through everything from pop culture to major political events, major new event news events. And I was watching the 2010s, both the TV and music, and obviously the nostalgia hits hard and just makes me realize, wow, the 2010s really has a perspective now. Like we could yeah. really, you could really look make a 2010s look. You really can make can provide a 2010s sound, and. I'm not going to be another person that says, God, we're getting old, but even though we are like, can you, when you talk 2010s, what comes to your mind now? Like, like the seventies, you could talk about disco, the eighties, you talk about techno music or we're going with political stuff. The seventies have Watergate eighties, Reagan nineties, Clinton, uh, all of that stuff. What what yeah. comes to your mind for the twenty tens now, or your early thoughts on it here in twenty in May of twenty twenty three? That's interesting. I mean, I, it's hard for us because we have our own personal twenty tens. Like True. it's easy, it's easy for us to sit and say, okay, eighties is these things, right? Because we weren't, weren't there, so we basically we watch a documentary series, we read a book, we say this is what was important in the eighties because we were told that things that were important to us in the 2010s are very personal. Like as an example, Matt knows in 2012 specifically, you know, that we had that oh, one. Yeah. Trip. The world ended. Well, the world ended. Yeah. But that day we were in New York city, we were seeing Jimmy Fallon and beyond just that, right. like we spent a lot of time going to radio city for like AGT and stuff. Like, so for too. me, like talking about the 2010s and pop culture. Yeah, Rocky actually did go to one of those. Um, really? Uh, he yeah, not, I was, I was not with us, but he was there uh, while we funny. were in line. Um, but like, so when been, I talk were you about, there for Hugh Jackman too? Yes, that was the day he was there. I no believe. way. But he was, you You said you did the tour of NBC. 
correct? Yeah, we did the tour of NBC and then we did the AGT show that night. Yeah, so I think they were in the tour while we were in while we were in. Line. So if, just quickly to hold your point, repeat the Hugh Jackman story. Long story short, we go to America's Got Talent, um, waiting in line at Radio City. And for those who know, Radio City is across the street from 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I see this huge brawly figure in this lavish brown suit just hanging out for a good three minutes nobody notices him and me and ryan are talking with the people in line i just quickly point out just to just to just to really make i don't know what i was doing i just saw it i just did what i thought came to mind i said hey look there's hugh jackman everybody turns their head and literally a stampede of people all come towards him as he's waiting for his ride. I've literally mm-hmm. never seen in my entire life like somebody all like there's mm-hmm. I'm no joke, like literally maybe 200 people gravitate towards one person. That's a busy then, street. Yeah, New very busy. Yeah, in the summer and people taking pictures and yeah. getting his autograph and yeah. Cause that moment there. <laughs> and Rocky, you were there that day? Yeah, I um I was believe that was the show. Week. Yeah. So did you see that 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 uh event? No, I I don't remember any of the huge and stuff. I watched. We, I went to AGT that night. Yeah, we we did too, but we were just in line to get in. Uh, and it shows those. Yeah, free I tickets. was in that line. I was in that line. I don't. I was pretty far back in it though. We yeah, we, we were we were up front because we yeah. basically we, we would always grab lunch and then get in line. That was essentially the day. Like, <laughs> grab food, get in line, and then get into the show. But anyway, my point is like for me, a lot of like my entertainment, like that, like a lot of what I consider entertainment, revolved around New York City for the 2010s because like that was. The, the show that I watched, the shows that I watched, the places that I went for it, like yeah. culture and entertainment. Whereas if you lived in California, you may not care at all about those things. You know what I mean? There might be a totally different set of, uh, especially with like music and stuff, there might be a totally different set of core like moments. So that one's kind of hard, but you, I don't know. Music wise, I find like that there was genre meshing a lot of genre meshing yeah. stuff i think pop music kind of had a bit of a resurgence because pop was obviously really big in the 80s like traditional pop obviously there's always pop music but you know what people consider pop you know like michael jackson and uh his ilk were very big in like the 80s right but in the 90s it was definitely more of a grungy alternative maybe in folks a lot more guitars strumming around in the yeah. 90s. and even in the early like aughts right and then rap was also kind of getting big in the 90s and the aughts. But then 2010, I feel like rap stayed around, obviously. Uh, guitars went away and pop music kind of came back like a new, like a mini 80s sort of thing. Yeah, like the electrical EDM, electric dance music yeah. type stuff. So I think that that would be the sound of like the 2010s. Yeah, that's how uh, I mixed in with hip hop because that, that did from the 90s that kind of maintained. And the trap scene. You know, one thing I didn't really pay attention to, but I guess they talked about it in this series was the rise of country and pop coming together. Like, it didn't ever really like stadium pop, you mean? I guess so. Like, or stadium country rather, like the big kind of like Keith Urban's. Like, you have your like, what's her name, Brandy Carlisle? No, that's that's somebody else. You mean like you talking about a current artist? 
so there's so there's I'm gonna give you two perspectives. There's okay. one like the EDM combining with the the more like the poppy sound mm-hmm. co- rap, poppy rap combining with country. We'll do like the little country rap horrible. I mean, for the most part, country rap is bad. But yeah, go ahead. Or if we, what's that song by Avicii? Is it Avicii? Whoa, so wake me up when yeah, it's all that's over. Avicii. That's a good song. I like that. It's a great yeah, song. so you combine country and pop in that sense. Okay, that's country very, very loosely defined. But yeah, sure. Yeah, there's and a banjo they, in there somewhere. I'm sure. That's sure. what they say too. But then you have like. I guess this is more folk music, but you like your Mumford and Sons that really was successful. That's true. That there. did kind of get really big when we were kids, right? Yeah. Or like the Black Keys do. I know that they've moved over now, but back at one point they were kind of like that, or the Lumineers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Geez, okay. What was her That's name? True. But there was also, is it Brandy something? Musgrave? Ray Ray Jepsen. Casey Musgraves? That's the country uh, singer. The, I'm going the with one the country. Who looks- she looks yes, Casey Musgraves. Like she's okay. like a like she you, she could her music would be popular in like the seventies, sixties, and seventies. It seems yeah, a lot like, of it was kind of yeah. There was a little bit of throwback there, yeah. And I'm I'm I am trying to get into more country to eh, don't worry about open it. my okay. horizons. Mm. <laughs> I wouldn't like to about it. But Just you know what? Another and, thing we oh, talked about cowboy. One thing they said in this show is like, yeah, rock is pretty much dead in countries, quote unquote, the new rock. Do you guys agree with that? Insofar as it's what a lot of white people listen to. Yeah. But also like the instrumentation perspective with a guitar guitar and drum. Yeah, there's guitars. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. If if we're defining it as the new rock and roll based purely on has guitars and is listened to by mostly white people, then yes. But I don't see any comparison between the two. Really, like, think of well, all your favorite. Uh, like, classic what is rock what song. is our girl Taylor Swift? She's a pop star. You would say she's a pop star, a country she's, star turned pop star. Sure, if you want to, but she's straight a up pop out star of the, turned country. Sorry, she, country star turned yeah, pop star. She's straight out of the Madonna playbook. She has the big oh, yeah. show with the costumes. She's a pop star. She really is one of the five most important people in the world, well, according no, to the internet. Five. That's high. <laughs> That's that is okay. High. How about ten? Still high in pop music. Yeah, in pop how about, music, on, she, she's how about on, probably on, top three top music in pop music rather. How about in they're a world leaders influence? Man. How about influence? How about top twenty five influential? But remember, influential is the word they literally influence these crazy people to do crazy actual things. world leaders. I mean, there are world leaders of exists. major nations that and we're putting religion. Taylor Swift ahead of. That is not well, I don't know. There, if you ask her face, she is as, as important as the Pope, if not more important. I wouldn't even talk about the Pope. I'm talking about like prime ministers and shit. But yeah. The Pope Again, too, I know the Swifties would say Taylor Swift is more important than the prime no minister. No one has gone to war over Taylor Swift yet. Yet. <laughs> you, know have, you know how many people the Popes over the years have sent to die in wars? Too many. <laughs> it's not the same. It's just oh, not. Man. You have to put that entertainer caveat in. Otherwise, you lose all credibility. She is not more important than like their business. Be- like Elon Musk. And her I don't even like level. that guy that much. But that dude is definitely you more saw that he, he got replaced. That was one of the stories I was going to talk about. But we kind of ran out of time. But yeah, he's got a new we, CEO. You could say it really quick. Talk to us about. So Elon Musk, who is his new CEO, and is she gonna uh, change the world? No, no. 
but Elon didn't change the world when he bought Twitter either. So I think that that's because Twitter is not a vehicle for changing the world. Wait, uh, Twitter isn't like the center of the universe. No, I mean, for this show it is, but for the rest of us, we, you know, for, what's, yeah. I don't even for this show, like just for this, like physically for these two hours, we talk, me and Matt, we've been outside. We smell the grass. You know what I mean? But they say 2% Americans are on Twitter like frequently. Yeah. What so. is beyond frequently? Because I'm I'm in that percent of Americans. <laughs> I mean, I probably am too. Probably. But same. But I don't know. Like, yeah, no, she's not going to change. It's probably not going to change anything about Twitter. To be honest with you, um, I think her goal is going to be a see if she can't make money, or b see if she can't you know flip that sh- thing like a property brother. Her and Elon are going to double team it and try and sell it again. Uh, I don't because their not goal is to money. make it public again. Sure, exactly. So she's uh, again. She was the former CEO at uh, NBC, I believe. I um, and so she's got credentials in like. Yeah, her name is Linda Yaccarino. Yes. And so she seems to be a serious choice. Like it's this is not like Elon getting you know one of his buddies necessarily i'm sure they're close i'm sure they're friendly because you know he's giving her a big company to run but um you know this doesn't seem like yeah this doesn't seem like a mr beast right like elon being like he wanted to do it i'm sure he did um it wasn't like elon trying to find a funny thing like to to make the internet mr beast wanted to run twitter yeah he commented on like the original ceo post when he said that he found someone yeah, he was like that. He wanted to do it. So did Dionne Warwick. I don't know who that is. She's a uh, very famous singer. Unbelievable. Yeah. I don't think she's that famous. I don't know who she is. She's very famous. <laughs> Every- <laughs> comments, comments, back me up. She's famous. Look of Love is one of her big songs. Um, Never heard of that. Very, it's, they're old songs. They're very old. Uh, like <laughs> I want to say 60s, but that could be wrong. Uh, yeah, could be even be earlier than that. Um, like a Gladys Knight-esque singer. I know who that is. Yeah, so think Gladys Knight, but her name is Dionne Warwick. Um, she said she was the new Twitter CEO, and I, I gave that a like. I thought that was quite funny. It's uh, me. It's me, Dionne Warwick, CEO um, of Twitter. <laughs> is there any other stories you 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 want to talk about or mention? No, that was that was my big one. Uh, we covered Ja, like you know, friend of the pod, Ja Morant, um, and uh, Doc Rivers might get fired, but we should wait. That's next time. Oh yeah, it's a. Uh, you know, he was in his seventeenth game seven. Seventeen. I just lost. like. Why do you keep? Why would you fire someone who's so consistently very good? I mean, I get it because you want to get that last win. I do get it. But it's <laughs> like that's such a rock and hard place because consistently very good, but not good enough to win. And so you're like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Uh, I think he's gonna get fired though. That's yeah. my. Spoiler for uh, or the teaser for next episode. I think we'll be talking about uh, the new Sixers coach, right? And the or whatever Doc Rivers is going to do. Next. You might make a point. You might you might be up to something. And um, again, keep watching Barry, Ryan. Catch, keep watching Succession. Are you caught up? Yeah. You watch you watched last night's episode. Mm-hmm. Rock, are you going to watch Succession? No, I mean, oh, I don't know. Probably not if it's still on. I wait. You'll probably shows. watch it later. Barry's like one of the only show. Actually, it is the only show right now I'm watching that is still. Being I love like it. Made. 
I just finished I, watching Vice Principals. That was a good show. Oh yeah, it is a really good show. Very underrated. Yeah, ne- show. Never seen it before. Um, Danny McBride's hilarious. Walter yeah, Groggins. That's, yeah, that, that's literally all I'm watching. I don't watch a lot. It's all YouTube. Oh, and Fish Tank Live. That's what you should watch. Go to Fish no, Tank. What is that? You have to give people a heads up if it's gross. It's not gross. What it's is fish it? Fishtank.live. But what is it actually a fish tank? You know what Big Brother is? Oh no, don't. I, you told me about this. Do not you, recommend it. You this. watch Big Brother? No, it's like Big Brother, except everyone is like socially awkward and you can Ooh. pay money to harass them. What what game Bad is stuff. this? It's not a game, it's a website. You can oh, watch something out of a this Black Mirror episode. It's real. You can watch Wait, wait, what is this? And Tell me this website. Money. Fishtank.live. You have to sign up or I can show it to you later. Look at how quickly Matt ch- turned on his fellow man. Look at how fast that was. I just I, I just want to see. This Instantly. is this is literally you can, you can pay money to like take their beds away. They bring in new people all the time to harass the contestants and the winner gets like thirty five grand. Oh my goodness. And I've never heard this. Yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna buy the season pass, but like it's literally <laughs> like Big Brother. Like it gets No like, way. This is like a, this is definitely a movie too. Um, no, they're turning into like a documentary. Okay, um, I can see that. Ryan, should be turning you... it into a class action. <laughs> Ryan, do you remember there was a Stone Cold Steve Austin movie that came out where the premise was that he went out on an island and it was. Oh yeah, he had to kill. He had to kill you had to kill people. Last, literally a last man standing match. Yeah, it's like true. voted that. This is this, but less violent. But that was also fiction. That was a movie, a fictional movie, True. I believe. This is not fiction. These people are really there. Oh, it's so much fun. I, I but, can't stop watching it. I'm it's great. Oh man, good stuff. But yeah, and also spoilers with succession. Um they, they they're trying the the Roy's are gonna decide the election. Yeah, not, not the American people. I was gonna say like the presidential election in the show. Yeah, in the show. Oh, in the show. Uh-huh. You agree with that, Ryan? Do I agree with that's what they're gonna do? No, no. Do, you know, I remember I was reading online commentary. People saying this is a scary episode. Like they're talking oh, yeah. like it was that a was, horror movie. Yeah, like, that was nonsense. Um, like come on, it. Yeah, if, it was nonsense. It's, it's just a part uh, of the show. Like I will say this. I mean, I know you're doing a succession podcast. I think you're allowed to, we're allowed to say that here, right? It's still point. in the works, so yeah. um, we're thinking about it. Thinking about wow, it. Way to, you know. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It is fine. Spoiler alert. Me and Matt talk about <laughs> content sometimes for the shows that we do together. One of them might be succession. Um, but there's a lot more to say on this on that. But I thought that episode actually had a very big fatal flaw that I didn't like at all. Um, really? On the whole, with the exception of one episode, I won't say which one, but anyone who's watched it will know the episode. Um, I've liked season three better than season four. Mm-hmm. On the whole, I think it's been a was it, last season was a better season than this season. It was a bold uh, move to add that laugh track. <laughs> yes, <laughs> doesn't know what we're talking about, but if they added a <laughs> no laugh idea. track to the episode I'm talking about, that would be a bold move. Um, but yeah, so uh, with the exception of one episode, which is the best episode of the series for a number of reasons um i think last season on the whole was better than this is has been better than this season they have a chance to turn it around um but i don't know if they will i don't think they want to i think that i think i see what they're doing and i don't know but we'll talk again we might talk about it we might not comment if you want us to talk about it 
uh, and then we'll do it. Absolutely. Yes. I'll be in touch with, with that, with the succession stuff. And yeah, just remember too, the seasons all in real time. So it's 10 episodes in 10 days. I think that's an important point. Yep. So, wait, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. You know, I just realized this like um, Kanye thing, going back to that, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the Halle, Halle Bieber, Selena Gomez kind of spat. Halle Bieber. <laughs> yes, it's the same exact thing, and it's getting worse. Friends not trusting friends and people throwing each other under the bus. <laughs> That was so old news. God, I can't believe you brought that back up. That was I've already ranted on this, so I won't go it. You look at the first rant. It it, it just came to my mind. But the fact that that was the story was horrific. (laughs) An indictment on the American people and human civilization more broadly. Yes. Man, what a great way to end this show. (laughs) Oh, no, seriously. I really appreciate this, Ryan and Rocky, as always. Um, I'm looking forward to the next one. And let's see how much more fun this world is going to get to be talking about. Let's see how much more fun this world will be so we can talk about it. Fun's a word. It will be more fun, guaranteed. Oh, man, that fish tank live. I'm going to see that. You you got to watch it. (laughs) It's awesome. Oh, they man. had a guy on there that had a Willie Bed speech impediment, and he Willie loved. You Andy. can't do that. Oh, you can't no. say that. No, that's actually what he sounded like. I'm sure it is. You can't say that because you don't sound <laughs> that way. That. I'm not like making fun of him. I'm saying that was his speech impediment. It feels a little bit like you might have been. I'm not making fun of the guy. I follow. I, him I think he's okay. I like all of his tweets. His name was John, and he makes John Tent. It's amazing. Oh, that's actually genuinely a good name for it, John. Tent. <laughs> yeah, John Tent's uh, great. Oh man! Actually, I would like to become a John Tent creator on social media. <laughs> yeah. Just I, never I forget it. to always be productive with it. All right, we'll see you guys soon. See ya. Bye. That was awesome, Rocky and Ryan. You guys killed it. Props to you guys. I love doing the tweet cap with you. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all our social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdcomoPod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. Look us up on Facebook, either my name, Matt Brown, or Productive Conversations as well. And yeah, so as I mentioned, we'll talk all things NBA on Thursday, and we'll get really into it with those final four teams. Who's winning the East? Who's winning the West? Is it the Lakers or the Nuggets or the Celtics and the Heat? And who's going to meet up during game one of the NBA Finals? That's going to tip off Thursday, June 1st. So that's going to be fun. I hope everybody has a great week until then. Make big moves, impress people, and put smiles on the world and your own face. Don't forget to check in on your friends and family, and let's make these big moves together, everybody. 
Again, want to thank Ryan Page and Rocky Paul Mary for coming on to talk all things Tweet Cap with me. Thank you to Alexander DeJesus, aka Dolo Ren, for all his work behind the scenes as the associate producer. And I want to thank you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world, for always tuning in and always supporting us through thick and thin. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast, and I'll see you on Thursday. Please keep making big moves during the week. All right. I'll see you on Thursday. Peace.